This episode of On My Couch is presented by Mate Conmigo, the LA hotspot for sweet and savory drinks, pastries, and a wide variety of Argentinian foods. Today on My Couch, we have cooking show host Irene Walton. And there's one song in between that interview now. On my couch, it's my couch, it's a place where people sit down and we talk about some stuff. That's what the show is about, we're going to talk about it in here. The guest is almost ready to go, let's start the On My Couch show. What's your go-to Starbucks order? I don't go to Starbucks, so. All right. Uh, so welcome to Hour on the Couch. Don't like, nope. On, th- welcome to On My Couch. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we'll start with that. Thank you for uh, pronouncing the name right for the third time of I've course. talked to you about it. Um, Are we recording? We're recording. <gasps> Fine. Yeah. So it's okay. So it's on, on my couch. On my couch. Hour on my couch. Hour, no. We can go for more than an hour. <laughs> three <laughs> hours on my we couch. Can talk for, yeah, we can talk for three hours on, on my couch. But let me start with this. Uh, I'm going to read you a quote real, real quick, and you tell me how this uh, makes you feel. Oh, I'm going to cry. I already know. No, you don't. (laughs) Because this is so out of nowhere. Today, me will live in the moment, unless it's unpleasant, in which case, me will eat a cookie, cookie monster. I love that. What's your go-to, all right, besides chocolate chip, what's your go-to comfort cookie? Tricky. Am I making it, or am I buying it, or am I having it made for me, or is it at a holiday party? This is like, someone's like, let me get you this real quick. Are they getting it from a store, or are they making it? They're going to get it from a store, but a good store. The best store. What's the best store? I don't know. <laughs> name name the cookie that you want, but it can't be chocolate chip. Though. Okay, okay, okay. That's too easy. Well, here's the thing. Here's something that I think people in the food industry need to talk about quite a bit more. Is like sometimes bad things are good. I think we all need to like, re- and I talk about this all the time. I think we all need to revel. Like an Oreo is delicious. Chips Ahoy is fantastic. Like, are they artisanally crafted confections? Of course not. They're like mass produced stuff that is scientifically created to be fantastic and make you love it. And I think there's something so cool to be said about that. So if somebody is going to the store and getting me a cookie, are they getting it from the bakery section? or The, the bakery section. section. Yeah, maybe I should have been specific. It should be like, it's it's going to be like, they're going to go to the artisan spot. Where okay. Gonna... Okay. Because um, now that I think about it, I probably want a really good like peanut butter cookie. Fuck yeah, dude. I love... Peanut butter. I would probably ask for a peanut butter cookie or a shortbread cookie because I like. Are those like? Are those like a like a harder cookie or like? What am I thinking? Um, it's sort of like a tea cookie. Like it's just like a little. It's it's like a sugar cookie, but a little crumblier. Got it. And it's that's how I feel about like um, like ice cream. If I'm going to like a nice ice cream place, I always want to try their vanilla to see like if they. Yeah, I are up to snuff at all. Yeah. So it's sort of like shortbread for me as I'm like, okay, like, can this person actually make cookies or are they just like throwing fucking fruity pebbles in it to make it seem cool? Yeah. What could, uh, has anything dethroned the chocolate chip cookie for you? Oh, gosh. That's a great question. Like, or, and it, even maybe if, maybe nothing has, right? Well, are we talking about like in terms of dessert period or like just it, as cookies? Let's stay with cookies real quick. I, I'll tell you what, you know what I love? <laughs> Um, I love chocolate crinkle cookies around the holidays. What's that? I've made them for you before. They're they're chocolate and they have icing sugar on it and they crack apart. So they're like crackly and they taste like a brownie. Uh, It's like a little encapsulated brownie. I can't really remember. But that they're, sounds really good. They're very so good. So that could probably de- that sounds like it could dethrone it for me. I for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me and then one more cookie question. Love are you it. Are, are you a person 
who wants a lot of chocolate chip cookies or like a, just a, just enough. Okay, so you mean like, like overload, or you're like uh, three is fine. I well because the dough's good. Is this like your cookies? Okay. How do you how do you look? I at just it? want one. Just one chocolate just, chip in it. Oh, you okay? No see, chocolate chips. In okay, the you said chocolate. How many chocolate chip oh. cookies do you want? Oh. I, I like fewer chocolate chips than as opposed to more. Like I'd rather it it to me too little is better than too much. Mm. And I just think that like to me the dough of a chocolate chip cookie is so special. Yep. And I don't need a lot of gunk in it. Like to me the <laughs> chocolate the chocolate chips are the least good part of a chocolate chip cookie. Uh, uh all right. Okay. Yeah. I mean there's only two components. Yeah. <laughs> And my lesser one is chocolate chips. Yeah. Okay. Which one are you? I think you just turned me on to the dough side now. So, <laughs> yeah. Because now that I think about it, I'm like, chocolate chips are chocolate chips. But also there's there's like, I don't know, there's sometimes where you're like, oh, this one's a little more uh, darker. Yeah. Or it melts a little bit easier that I appreciate a little mm-hmm. bit more. But on the dessert train too, what's, a, what's like an item for breakfast that people eat that they shouldn't be eating? That's, you, you're like, that's a dessert. That's not breakfast. I'll tell you what, I fucking hate French toast. I think French toast is so gross. You consider that like more desserty than th- breakfast? I think it's simply too sweet for mm. it to be breakfast and for it to be an item of food at all. But I think um, just like a straight up pastry. And don't get me wrong, this is not me saying don't eat it for breakfast, but I do think it is far too much of like an absolute dessert to be considered like, I'll just get a little Danish on the way. So, like, you, <laughs> how do you feel about donuts then? I fucking love donuts. Okay, so, <laughs> but I'm not. That's what made me think because I was like, we had a conversation before where maybe I don't know what's what is your favorite donut before we we talk about that cake sprinkle. I've never had that. I go to I, my go to is either custard or jelly. So you like a raised donut? You like a yeasted dough? Yeah, that's I guess. filled. My favorite is a a cake donut, so it's the thicker one, it's the heavier one. Okay, that's like super oh, dense. Yeah, and that with sprinkles on top. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. So, all right, cool. You said custard or jelly filled? <laughs> custard or jelly. I do feel you have like, a favorite donut place? Do you have a favorite place down the street called uh, Royal Donuts? So it's Royal Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you ever want a good donut in the Valley, go to Royal Donuts. Okay. That's a free ad now. There you go. Okay, yeah. Um. So also, when we were talking yesterday, just like prepping before this, we were talking, I was going to get you uh, a soda today, and mm-hmm. you said no root beer, and what else? No cream soda. No cream Oh, I almost messed up because I almost got that. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Because you you listed up, you're like, okay, orange, uh, grape, orange, or like, grape, cola, cola. like, yeah. Uh, so what's your thing against uh, cactus uh, cooler? Ugh. Didn't have that. I usually go for bottled sodas now. I love that. Yeah, it's very little, cool of you. Yeah, um, it's more of like a sugar thing because if you get a bottle of Coke, it's like a cane sugar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really don't like cream soda or root beer because to me they're just. It's like a it's like a very saccharine roundness that I'm not a fan of. And it's just so cloyingly sweet and like a punch in the face of vanilla flavor that I didn't need. Oh. Which is funny because I love vanilla. Yeah. I just to me, cream soda is like it feels like you're drinking marshmallow fluff in a totally, not good way. Yeah, yeah. It is too sugary. <laughs> it's like a sugar syrup. Yeah, it's yeah. overload. Yeah. D- what's your favorite soda? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, I usually just go for colas. I mean, they're so good. Yeah, because there's like a little bite to it. Are you a Pepsi or a Coke person? I'm a Coke person. Me too. Yeah. Um, 
so let's talk like let's talk about like good stuff that you've been cooking recently. What's your what's your like go to that you've been just cooking a lot now? Like what's your like kind of easy meal that you're just make you're making at home? I I'll tell you what. I I never get enough of bruschetta. I don't know why. It's it's I do know why. Here's the reason. <laughs> um it's easy. It's a full meal. It's got a fat, it's got a carb, it's got uh protein. It's you can do it in so many ways. You can make it fucking fantastic and put a lot of time and effort into it. You can also get literally everything you need for it from Trader Joe's if you don't want to feel like doing it all. Mm. Um, so I do that a lot because so often I'm like cooking stuff for videos that take five hours anyway. And so the last thing I want to do is like put a whole meal together. I also have been meal prepping for my boyfriend for the past couple weeks so I just have like like throughout the day I'll just snack on leftovers of that stuff too. <laughs> I'm a big like forager when it comes to meals. Like I would say I only make myself a full like thing of pasta or sandwich and salad or something like once a week or so. Mm. Everything else is like put together in between. So when you do have time, what's like a what's your go-to meal to like when someone's like in a bad mood and you want to make them something really good? I love that question. Um I think I think pasta of any sort, especially like to me, like spaghetti and meat sauce is so it's a perfect blend of easy enough for the person who's making it. And like it feels good. It feels very good and filling for the person who's eating it. Yeah, it's very like a uh, hearty. Yeah, it's very hearty. It's like stick to your ribs. Yeah, it's and it's also it's just because to me, spaghetti and meatballs is like my comfort food because that's what my dad would always make. Bingo. Yeah. And it. spaghetti and meat sauce is just like that sort of easier which is cool and I just think that that's such a nice thing to make for somebody I think making somebody you know what I actually do do a lot I actually really fuck with making people sandwiches I think that that's very very nice like um that's what I would probably do yeah I'd probably if I were to comfort someone I think a good sandwich and and I I just put um put a video out about like how to Sorry. Do you remember it? (laughs) (laughs) About how to comfort somebody who's lost somebody. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, if your friend loses their parent or their boyfriend or whatever, um, to me, the number one thing you can do for somebody in that situation is to make them food. Absolutely. And I think something that would be great to make for anybody in any situation is a sandwich because it's like, I don't have to have this right now. Thank you. Like, it shows that you put effort in. It's a good filling thing. Yeah. I love sandwiches. Yeah. No, I to- I'm totally with that. Yeah, I like that, uh, the sandwich idea. Thank you. What's, uh, what's, what's like something you remember making in, that you kind of had like a eureka with that mm. you were like, oh, I should be adding this to every time I do this or I should be prepping every time I cook, I should be prepping this way. Is there like may- maybe not one, maybe two. What do you like? Do you have anything like that? I do think, I mean, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of clean as you go. And that's not necessarily like a eureka moment in regards to the food, but just like, I think, I think cooking has been, this is so great. I love this. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is such a nice environment. It's just the orange soda hitting you right now. Yeah. <laughs> and six cold brews. Uh, um, but like, I think that cooking has been touted as this like, huge thing that's hard to do and people are scared of and i think that 
15% of that is because of the actual food aspect. I think so much of it is like cleaning's hard and I don't know how to prep and I don't know what tools to get and da da da. So, like, one of the biggest things for me is just like cleaning as you go. Like, you're done with that pot, fucking clean it, put it away. Now you have, you don't have to worry about it. But something, my biggest. Like, even if the food's ready? Uh, what do you mean? Like, if the food's ready, you're going to clean it, or what? do you go back to it? I, like, as I'm cooking. So, like, okay. if I'm if I'm sautéing onions in one pan and they're going into a pot, I put them in the pot, excuse me, and then I clean the pan right Got away. Got it, okay, okay. Um, but then, like, a eureka moment for me is, I don't believe at all in using melted butter and chocolate chip cookies. I think it's fucking terrible. Where, where, where do you see that, like, mostly being so talked about? Everywhere. Really? Every... So many places are like make make your brown butter cookies and like I just think it's stupid. So what made <laughs> what made you switch? What made you go like? But every fucking time I use melted <laughs> butter, them fucking up. They, what what happens with the cookies? They they spread so much. They oh, spread they like a too, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what what's the solution then? Just just don't use melted just, butter. Just throw use like literally a, anything else. Just like scrap some butter in there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So okay, melted butter. Do you have any like and then cooking while you clean? Is there anything you like? Uh, like uh, so, wh- how do you feel about like cooking? And then, do you eat or do you clean right after? If the meal's ready, Ooh. do you eat and then you go? I'll clean that later. Or do you go? I'll hopefully clean this by the time. Like let's say I'm making dinner for me and Michael, my my boyfriend Michael. Hopefully by the time w- that we can both sit down and have the food, I've cleaned most of my stuff up. If there's a couple dishes in the sink, never cared. And then I, because I also know my brain is like, well, you're going to have to clean these dishes up anyway. So like, you're going to have to do a little more. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Are you, do you, what would you rather have? Would you rather have music while you're cooking or music while you're eating? And you can't have the other one. So you'd have like a quiet. You're so good at these questions. You'd have a quiet, quiet. Actually, well, you just made me think of this. This is so down my list. But like, yeah, would you rather have a quiet, like a dead quiet kitchen and then like a nice, like music filled dinner? Or would you rather have like a fun well, it's dancey <laughs> cooking and then it's like dead quiet at dinner. It's if funny, you had to pick one of the two, what's where, where do you really side on? It's funny that you bring this up because I was just thinking, I didn't tell you because you were starting to set the room up, but I was just thinking, I was like, oh, you're going to be such like a cool dad if you ever want to have kids because like, thank you. I think that having music in a house, just like you always do, is something we had every once in a while growing up. Like my dad put music on, but it wasn't like, our house was filled with music and mm-hmm. stuff and yours always is. And I think that that's such a nice thing. Yeah. And it brings me so much joy. And I would say music while I'm cooking for sure. Absolutely. Because yeah. hopefully the, per- if I make it, hopefully I'm making food for somebody that I can then discuss stuff with. Got at it. Yeah. That would be my answer too. That's yours? Just because it's like, you want to have like for me like cooking is like it's a disaster so I want to try to just have as much fun <laughs> as possible. Do you have like cooking music? Is there something you like oh, to yeah, listen I've, to while I've you got cook? A cooking playlist. What's it called? I've no, I've got several. What's one? Of them but called? one of them is probably cooking with Abby. It's on my Spotify. Like if you want little pepperoni. Not little. Big big girl. Big big mama. Big mama. Big mama dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, all right. So on the back end of like a great cooking Eureka, did you have what's like your first nightmare where you're like. You might not have returned to the kitchen after this. Like, what's my biggest fear, or what's the thing that's happened? To what's me? something that happened that you're you're cooking and you're like, whoa, this is this could have <laughs> this could end everything for me. Well, I mean, it happened. The, it, something happened the other day that never really happens. I have my cookie recipe down pat. Like, I just like know the recipe by heart. Of course. And I was just in the weirdest mood this past week, and I had to make cookies for something, and so I just like wasn't in my head. 
And as I was starting to scoop my cookies out, I was like, I didn't put fucking sugar in this. And that's always a real fucking bummer when you like realize something when there's still kind of time to fix it. Um, yeah. Well, all right. So what would happen if you bake those cookies without the sugar? Would, what, would they bake differently? They would be like like hockey pucks of just like <laughs> flour. They just wouldn't have any like flavor to them. Yeah, I know what those are. <laughs> <You're familiar. laughs> um, but something that happened, I think. And they taste terrible. Yeah. I think something that happened that's made me. Woo! Oh, hello. We something got, we that got to fix this bu- uh, mic stand budget here. <laughs> Hold on. Um, something that's happened to me that has made me not want to cook. You know what I hear? Can I tell you something that everybody's going to be like? <laughs> I can't. When I was single, everybody, not everybody, six people. When I was single, that would be every guy's like pick up lines like I'll cook with you Uh, teach me how to bake and like I I hate cooking with people unless it's like somebody who wants to be doing it and so like gosh I don't know I feel like has anything happened I mean I've spilled a lot of stuff like I've spilled (laughs) whole things of like pasta sauce and stuff like that like that's always a nightmare yeah but like I don't know if anything like, would turn me away from the kitchen. Well, maybe not like turn you away from the kitchen, but like just like, like, all right. So let me rephrase that question, actually. Have you had like a, like, what's like a kitchen like accident you had that like kind of stained your, your memory? Still? Oh, I'll tell you what. Stained okay. my fucking hand with a huge burn. Oh. Uh, can we curse? I'm sorry. You can curse all you want. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just not going to curse. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not know because I'm a friggin' idiot. The funny thing too is before we <laughs> we did this, we're like people who curse. Some people just curse too much, and we're like, yeah. <laughs> but you're cursing because you're just you're just being honest and, and telling us. Yes. this. So that's I that's what I know. Um, <laughs> one thing that happened because I'm so stupid is I was taking a oh my god, I was taking a cookie sheet out of the oven, and I was and it was like really hot. It was. It might not have been a cookie sheet. I was taking something out of the oven and it was super fucking hot. And I was like, oh, it's going to be so hot. I should wet my oven mitt because it's going to be so hot. And I should give my hands a little bath. <laughs> and then I grabbed the thing and I was like, oh, it's like I'm not wearing an oven mitt because this heat radiated onto my hands so quickly. So good. So that was not a good time for already. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was really awful. Actually, which, which hand was on? Was it on? I don't. It's it's like gone. You didn't now, burn anything. Yeah. No, I I don't think I've ever. No, I've never burned myself. Actually, I have to, I have a burn right here. This is a cookie burn. And what happened there? Uh, I was making two hundred cookies for my boyfriend's mom. Ooh. For the holidays. But what burned you there? The tray? Yeah. Okay. I was pulling the tray and it's just like, I was pulling the tray out and it just hit my arm and I didn't even notice till like three hours later <laughs> when somebody was like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. And you're like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I love this. Nothing. That was like the third batch, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that batch anyways. Um, yeah, we had a, we had a nice lunch today, but. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you so much. I love to, I'm, I'm just been eating out and getting delivery and just going, going all these places, but I, I can't. What's how do you find your balance between like ordering out and 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 making food at home? 
Do you have? I, do you feel like you're responsible for, to yourself to be like I should be making? I should be making this. Yeah. I shouldn't be ordering pizza. Well, I can make this. That's what's so. That's a. That's such a good question. You're so good at this. Um, I oftentimes feel like, why am I buying this? Not necessarily ordering food. To me, ordering food is like a nice little luxury treat. Mm-hmm. Me, Michael and I really like to get food, and he's so, he's so good at it. Which is sounds silly, but like he's, <laughs> good at good at like finding like a place to go. He's good at finding a place to go and ordering all the right things. And he's also a very big orderer, and he oh. orders for me, which oh. I think is super sexy. I know some people fucking hate oh. that, but like he orders for he just like he knows your taste. He knows my taste, and he's very good at. He's like, oh, we're gonna get Indonesian, and like da da da. So he's he's really cool at like doing all that. So to me, it's usually like a date night thing where we're getting food or something. So. I find a lot of utility in pickup and delivery and like going to a restaurant and stuff. That I never have a hard time with justifying to myself. The things that I have the hardest time justifying are like buying pickles, buying jam, buying chia pudding. I'm like, I can make literally all of these. Why the fuck would I ever buy them? Interesting. So like the more that I... um, What about peanut butter? Yeah, I make peanut butter too. Really? I gotta try that. Like, there's just some stuff that I'm like, why the fuck have I been buying this for so long? It's so easy. And, and like, you know, they don't always have pickles that I like. Like, what if I want a bunch of pickled carrots? That's a lot harder to find. So yeah. I can just fucking make it myself. Yeah, wow. What's I didn't your... even know they had those. <laughs> what's, I'm, what's... I'm glad I've been avoiding those. <laughs> you don't like pick- you don't. Like I carrots? love pickles. I hate carrots. I think, do you not like carrots at all? I don't like carrots at all. Why? Unless it's like, like heavy and ranch when you're like you know when you're like dipping it what's that face <laughs> do you not like ranch, I hate ranch. Uh, did you see I that pic- did you see I that picture i put up ranch. with uh with a uh, cranch have you seen that ketchup ranch yes and they have mayo chop <laughs> <laughs> i i fucking love mayo the only i do too and i hate saying it but the i actually uh i was talking to one of our good friends that i'm gonna bring up later but him and I have a really good connection, and this is just a mayo sidebar with the <laughs> please Subway tuna sandwiches mayo. I think that's that's the only place where I'm like I need the mayo on this. You don't like mayo other places? I do, but do like, you, what do you dip your fries in? Sometimes I'll if I had probably top two, top three. Yeah, like probably, ideal fry oh, and ideal dipping options. In order, uh, ranch. You uh, dip your fries in ranch? Yeah, interesting. Uh, a really good ketchup, and then yeah, mayo. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's got to be a good mayo. Are you into aioli? I love aioli. Actually, mm. scrap scrap <laughs> mayo. Put aioli. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite aioli? Garlic aioli. Nice, dude. Yeah, it's the best. It's Easy. very good. Um, how do we get here? Who knows? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, the utility and oh in, yeah. Oh, but I was gonna ask, where's your what's your like order versus cook for yourself? Oh. Um, nothing. <laughs> You're like, I order and don't cook for myself. I mean, I'm really bad because like... I, well, you make a lot of lamb curry. No, I don't make... I used to make curry a lot, but no. It's, now it's like, to me, I the hardest thing for fine eating now is like making time to sit down and enjoy it versus I got to work and I also got to put nutrients in my body and sure. I got to go. So to me, it's like a whole battle between am I sitting down and like having a good time or do I need to make something quick? So see, I think about that a lot. I am somebody who like, if, if me and my roommate are talking while I'm making food, I won't want to keep talking to her while I'm eating my food. Unless we're both like sharing a meal together, obviously Mm. I like, I won't, 
pick up tacos and eat them in my car simply as a way to get food to me. Like, I always want my eating experience to be like something where I can enjoy it. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes, obviously, it has to be rushed, but like, I really, really like, I, I do not understand people that are like, yeah, I just had to like eat my oatmeal in the car and like drive. I'm like, but you didn't sit down and eat it. I, I do that though. Sometimes I so have to do that. It's crazy to me. Yeah. But I think some, like, for me, I'm like a procrastinator, like deep down where I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I, I just need five more minutes of sleep. Maybe I'll just pick something up on the way instead of. Sure. And that's where I have to eat in my car. And I, and I do feel terrible about it. Maybe I, I can speak for some people and say I do feel terrible about, I, about doing that. Now, here's the difference. I fucking love eating in my car. Like, I, but I don't like driving. <laughs> I hate I, eating in my car. <laughs> I really like, like, I used to nanny out in Calabasas. And I would be coming from West Hollywood and I would try to get here like 20 minutes early so I could pick something up, eat it in my car, have Mm -hmm. my little alone lunch and Mm -hmm. then go do my job. Mm. And I really like that, like a little bit of alone time. Yeah. In your car, though. Yes. Specifically your car. Could you just go somewhere like you can't go out like. No. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that was just like my weird little routine that I got into. I'd get my like little five dollar sushi from Sprouts. But you didn't care about the mess, maybe. Do you have what, a mess in I your... mean, I mean, my car is like a little messy, but it's not like I have like old chicken on That's the floor. That's where I draw the line. I know, but like if if I do like drop like a tomato or something, I don't know, like a piece of lettuce. Oh, then tricky. Like, then yeah, it is tricky. Um, we got way off the rails, but let me Sorry. ask you. No, it's cool. Um, who's someone that's cooked for you that you know personally that's that's kind of just really rev revved you up and and kind of inspired you? Hmm. It's like, does mom or dad count? Absolutely. Oh, then for sure my mom and dad. Yeah. Can you, uh, like, what's something that they cooked you where you're like, I need to figure this out? Well, my dad is the one who I, like, learned how to cook from. Okay. And my mom and I went on more of a baking journey together. But, oh, you know what? I I can think of a meal. Because when my dad was cooking for me, it was more like my dad's cooking for me. I wasn't, like, looking for inspiration in that. I found that more once he passed away. And I, like, moved on to my cooking life. But... My mom, she makes this fucking chicken, dude. And like, that was one of the things where I was like, I got to crack this code. And (laughs) like, obviously my mom and I could, which I'm sure a lot of people will resonate with. My mom and I could stand next to each other with the exact same ingredients, have do literally everything identically and hers would taste better because it's just like your mom cooking you a meal. Yeah, yeah. And but she makes this chicken and I'm going to I'm going to do an episode on it soon, but it's a spatchcock chicken so you take the the backbone out and you lay it flat over a bed of potatoes and onions and garlic that are covered in olive oil, rosemary, thyme, da, 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 whatever. And then as the chicken is cooking, it's like on a it's on a cooling rack above your your sheet of potatoes. So you have a <laughs> Okay. You have a cookie sheet that yeah. you filled with potatoes, onions, garlic, right, rosemary, right. olive oil, salt, pepper. Then you take a cooling rack that has like some little legs on it that you would put cookies out to cool on. You put that on top of your potato tray. So there's like two inches of space. You put your chicken on that. You cook the chicken. And then the fat from the chicken that's rendering off helps cook your potatoes. Sounds so good. It's fucking delicious. Like I have friends who like have been deep in eating disorders and been like, yo, can I get some more potatoes? Like, <laughs> it's so fucking good. And my mom, so that recipe yeah. inspired me a lot by yeah. my mom. Um, But also just like anytime, <laughs> anytime Michael and I are eating somewhere 
And he's like, especially when it comes to desserts, if he's like, oh, that lava cake was really good. I'm like, I'm going to make a fucking better lava cake. Nobody's going to make somebody, my man, a lava <laughs> cake that's better. So like a lot of times my- Can I speak to the chef? <laughs> Excuse me? Are you trying to fuck my boyfriend? <laughs> a lot of times, like, my inspiration is just driven by jealousy of, like, people's talent, honestly. Like, like, um, oh, my God, there's a there's a Gucci restaurant in Beverly Hills, and the pastry chef there Wait, was... what? Yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, a restaurant that's Gucci branded. Like, it's their restaurant, and it has... I forget who the chef is, but their pastry chef was just, like, so inspired. Everything that she sent out, I was like, this is amazing. Like, how am I not thinking of these things? So, yeah. So, so sometimes, especially desserts strike me and I'm like, how could I do this? What could I do better? What, Interesting. Yeah. Why is this so good? What's yeah. so special about this particular one? Let's talk like I want to just out, uh, talk quickly about like routines because I think that's so important to totally a lot of creative people's days. And a lot of people, I mean, just a lot of people in general have some people have routines and rituals before they do their job or anything. Do you have a let's let's talk about like when you're making your videos. Do you have, how do you prep yourself to, let's, like, can you explain quickly maybe about, like, how you come up with an idea and then how you execute it? Totally. I, I really, I do like to plan my videos a little. I like to, like, if I met Trader Joe's and I see that they have a ton of holiday stuff, I'll be like, oh, a holiday Trader Joe's video would be fun. So sometimes it's just inspiration like that. Sometimes it's something that, like, matters a lot to me, like dealing with loss or, you know, how to, like, make somebody something for Valentine's Day that will, like, get them to fall in love with you or whatever. Um, but then sometimes, like, I'm just needing to do a video. And so I'm like, what's something I used to see on YouTube that I wanted to do before I was making videos? Um, so the ideas are never, like, I never script anything or anything like that. But um, once I once I have the idea and, like, if I'm shooting that day... It's really important to me to like do my makeup, not necessarily because like I have to like I have a ton of videos where I have no makeup on. But if I'm like filming a video that I'm planning a little bit more or less, I really like to like take that 40 minutes for myself and like focus on that. And then when I'm setting everything up, I like my dishes all to be done. I like <laughs> I like my roommate not to eat like she, her lunch is at 1230 and so from 1230 to one, she'll be in the kitchen. So I try to like do it right after that. So I don't have to worry about bothering her or being in her way. And also like, I don't have to worry about her popping in and out. Um, but yeah, I guess the routine would be like, come up with the idea, make sure I have all my stuff, have my cards format. Like I like everything to be clean before I start my, from my SD cards to my kitchen. And that just makes me feel like a lot better. What do you do when you wake up in the morning? Do you have like a, a thing that you go to that you're like, I got to do this before I do anything today? I and don't say coffee. <laughs> I, I'm actually not a big coffee drinker. I only drink it if I got yeah, like I was get gonna say, revved I, up. I don't really normally see you drink coffee. Yeah, so. I do it if I like want to be revved up. So sometimes if, before I film a video, I'll have a coffee. But um, I... I always like have a huge glass of water right when I wake up. Mm -hmm. Always check my phone. Um, I really like to make my bed in the morning. I like to work out in the morning and then I like to shower and then I like to start my day. So how long does that take you there? Working out or the whole morning that routine? Whole, that whole routine right from, there. From eyes open to showered, ready to like start whatever. Like two and a half hours. Wow. How strictly do you follow that schedule normally? I mean, not, it's not like if I don't work out for a day, I'm going to lose my mind. Like 
it, that's not the most important part. But like, I make my bed every single day. I have a glass of water every single day. I have a glass of water when I wake up every single day. Um, so See, those those parts are are crucial. I can't even imagine not doing them. <laughs> when you set out these routines and these schedules for yourself and your how how strict are you with with doing these? Uh, how strict are you with doing these routines? I'm relatively strict. Um, it barring me being home, it's not like I'm like at a hotel and I'm making the bed usually. But like, if I'm home, I will always make my I like I could never not make my bed. I could never not have a glass of water when I wake up. I really prefer to shower in the mornings, but if something happens where like you gotta skip it, yeah, like that's not like I showered. I showered the other day. So it's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like. Making my bed and having water are the two things I could never change. Absolutely. Everything else can be be switched around. Yeah, it could be moved around. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about something that people should have in their kitchen that maybe they don't have, that maybe they should have, that I'm not even thinking about it, but that can maybe something that you have or experience that makes people's lives easier in the kitchen or working or cooking or anything like that. That's a great question. I think... I'll tell you, I don't know why this is the only thing that's like popping in my head right now, but <laughs> there's this little gadget, not even a gadget, there's this little thing, um, and it's called a rubber husband, and it's a little disc of rubber, silicone, whatever. It's like this big, so it's probably what, three and a half, four inches in diameter. Yeah. It's just a circle. And you use it to open jars and stuff. So it gives you like a better handle on opening a jar. Oh, interesting. And those, we just, <laughs> we had those my whole life growing <laughs> up. Like my mom would always say, oh, just get the rubber husband. My dad would say, just grab the rubber husband. And um, so like that I think is super, super helpful. My grandmommy actually makes them. So she uses like a little piece of cloth on the back and um, contact paper, like for the bottom of a drawer. Yeah. And so she sews that together and she makes one. Wow. But yeah, so like, I love those. I want to say like a nice set of mixing bowls, blah, blah, blah. Like those things are all very important to me. Mm-hmm. But I like if it's a cute- Like if you were starting a kitchen from scratch, what's the first item you go to where you're like, got to have this? Rubber spatula. Rubber spatula? Yeah. Why is that? They're just fucking great. They're just perfect for everything. They scoop the sides off of stuff. They're not like- a spoon so they're not great to scoop things with but if you put some you can put some sauce on your pasta with them they don't scratch anything up they're like very 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 heat resistant they get up to like 500 degrees nothing happens they're just fantastic i fucking love rubber spatulas i want to ask you about a friend of ours who uh he goes by the soup on this show do you know who the soup is (laughs) (laughs) is that our good buddy aj Lodge? that's our good buddy uh aj lodge (laughs) And we call him the soup. Because Why do that's, we call him the soup? Because he loves his, soup. That's his. He does love soup. So I'll 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 say that on his behalf. He's gonna do uh, a segment on this show, but we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna hear from him later. <laughs> but he uh he we have a thing for guests. It's called soup's hot question. I kind of screwed it up the first time I asked, but uh, here's your soup's hot question. <gasps> if you had to do a book, what would it be about? I am doing a book. Oh, all right. <laughs> It's like, it's like not done at Maybe all. Maybe, did just... you line me up for that? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've been working this whole podcast to get you to get to this question. Um, I haven't like written it or whatever, or like even outlined it or anything yet, but I do have like the idea for a book in the works and it will be like a cookbook with stories peppered in about like, yeah, that's such a great idea. Thanks. Amazing. Stories peppered in about like my dad and the people inspired the recipes and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about or seeing, reading that, getting that. Um, I want to ask you, what would be your dream show? What's like something that you're <sighs> like, if you were to be contacted and someone was to be like, we would want you to do anything you want, and here's the here's your responsibility to make this show. What would be like something you would put together? Do you have something that? Uh, yeah, I have a lot of stuff in mind. Yeah, so like what's like yeah, my, obviously my dream. My dream job, like my dream in life, is to have a a food show. And, um, you know, without like giving away all of the no, ideas no, of no, it, no, 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 don't. but sort of like, do you know who Andrew Zimmern is? No. He had a show called Bizarre Foods where he'd be in like Bangladesh and they'd be like, try this. And he's like, what is it? They're like, mm, try it first. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would have it. He'd be like, that's amazing. And they'd be like, it's, you know, monkey tail. And it's like, whoa. Or whatever. I'm. I'm. Sh- those. I don't think that that's accurate. I Do you have someone in your life that's like that gives you that kind of confidence when you're about to like try something? Huh. I mean, I think I'm very lucky. Like, I don't think that I have really any naysayers in my life who yeah. would like be negative about something. Yeah. I, something that I really love about my boyfriend Michael is he's very, very um, logical. So he'll sometimes pose a question of like do you want to do it this way? Or like, I think maybe this might be smarter. And so like, he's very good at like kind of bringing me down to earth, not in a negative way, but just in a way that I like normally navigating a question. Exactly. Or like a, a choice. Yeah, totally. And so like, it's not that he doesn't inspire me or like build my confidence, but like, it's nice to have somebody who can help me look at things from an opposite perspective instead of all of my friends who I love more than anything. who are like, that's great. I love it. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. And it's, you got to have that, but it's cool to have other people that can be like, wait, what about this? Like AJ's great at that too. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah. Like AJ is somebody who's, when I came up with dead dad's kitchen, he was the first person I wanted to talk to about it. Like truly like before he's an idea guy. Yeah. He, before my mom, before my brother, before any of my best friends, like I was like, Hey, do you think this is good or dumb? And he's like, I think it's great. But like, what about this? And what about that? Yeah. So, shout out, shout out to the soup. AJ. Shout out to the soup. Just constantly crushing it. Never <laughs> stopping. Yeah. Um, but okay, so your dream show. So w- would it be a kind of like a challenge thing well, to yourself? Or? It's sort of like the thing I really like about Andrew Zimmern is he was never afraid to be like, ah, I don't like that. And like <laughs> people would be like, totally. Like, I just want like, I want to try everything and I don't want anybody to be afraid to not try stuff because they might not like it. Like the worst thing that's going to happen is you just don't like it. Yeah. And so like, I think that I would want it to be a show that was just like very like, fun food based easy going easy watching like very chill yeah. i also love guy fieri like all of his shows i think are so fun do you have so let me ask you this is like one of my tougher questions i got for you now well, what actually, was it like when your dad died uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no if you don't if you want to find that i think there's like 100 videos about that yeah can we how like where do you get that openness about talking about a dead relative cuz to me i couldn't i can't even imagine like even trying to deal with it like five years later, but you've, it's like almost, it is just your whole life. You've dealt with uh, grief and but yeah. can you talk about that for a second too? Sure. I mean, I do find myself incredibly lucky because my dad was fucking great. Like there are, I'm sure, unfortunately, a lot of people 
who don't talk about their their past relative because they sucked and they weren't around or they were drunk or whatever reason. So like I had a great dad and we had so many fun memories and it we, I we had kind of a unique experience because he was a stay-at-home dad whereas my mom worked. And it was just cool like I you know I, to me, I just don't see the point in not sharing something so wonderful that I got to experience. I want to share about like, I tell people about our friendship. Oh, oh, my friend Avery is great. He does this, this and that. It's the same thing. It's like, I find so much joy in talking about the people that I love. And my dad is like, you know, way up on the fucking list. So I, and it also like, I think some people, because I have such a good experience and I am able to talk about it. I think that that allows people to see that like, oh, you're allowed to talk about somebody who died. And so just knowing that it can help anybody is really nice for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, here's here's a tougher question now. <laughs> <laughs> How did your dad die? <laughs> What's the Mount Everest for you of cooking? What's going to be the, the biggest challenge you have for yourself ahead of time? Not something you're you're not going to make like, you're not going to roast a boar or anything like that. But like, what's something, what's like something that's so high up on that uh, list that you're like, I got to really challenge myself for that one. Like making an actual, like the thing, the thing, Hmm. you know, for right now, the first thing that's coming to my head is, um, croissants. I really want to make croissants, Mm -hmm. but I know they're a bitch. I've made things similar. Like I've made Danishes before and those are kind of the same idea. But um, yeah. I, to me, croissants are like are a big thing. What's so tough about them? Like, what do you see? It's a it's a. I la- love I love croissants. Oh, me too. It's a laminated Prob- a breakfast pastry that's really good, and I do consider it breakfast. Yeah, I I agree because to a, me that's just like a nice bread. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, unless it's like a sweet one, obviously. So what makes them t- so tough to make? It's a laminated dough, which means um. That it's it's a yeasted laminated dough. So that means that there's like a yeast component. So you have to proof it. You have to let all that yeast work its magic of like making those little bubbles. And then the lamination comes from there being a butter block inside of it. And you have to flip that so many times to make those beautiful little layers that are in a croissant that are like what a croissant's all about. But to do that, you have to keep your butter cold. So it's usually like a two-day process of like get the dough out of the fridge, roll it out for a little bit put it back in the fridge for 40 minutes, take it out, roll it out, put it back in the fridge for two hours, take it out, roll it out. So it's just one of those things. And the thing about baking that I've commiserated with a lot of my baker friends about is like baking is so tricky because it's not so tricky. I'm sorry. That was the wrong word. I think it's tricky. So (laughs) baking is, is so finicky because you can like, I, if let's say there's, there's, 20 steps in it and my final step is 20 my first step is one I could mess up at step three and I won't know until step 20 so for 17 fucking things I'm just working on something that I should have thrown away yeah wow and so that's the only thing that gets super annoying and I think that croissants are one of those things where that's gonna like that has like 50 steps yeah so I'm like I could mess up the first part of it and then be working for two days for fucking nothing and it has like one of those steps where it's like one a one b one c yeah and you're like this can't get worse like, and it's when, like when you take a math test a, in one, college yeah. and they're like it's three questions <laughs> you're like and you have to pay for the subscription to keep reading the yeah. recipe, and you're like oh come on <laughs> stop i'm like halfway through um 
Uh, last, really, kind of a tougher question as well. What's an overrated spice and what's an underrated spice? Ooh, overrated spice is nutmeg. Why is that? Here's why. And I kind of Thank agree. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah. It's not that the taste is overrated. I think it adds a lot to a lot of things. Um, but I think, pe- like, if a recipe calls for, let's say, half a teaspoon of nutmeg, I think you could use a sixteenth of a teaspoon and it would be correct. Yeah, absolutely. I think more often than not, people are way over, like, that, literally overrated, overused. And I think an underrated spice is uh, coriander. Mm. I love coriander. What do, you, it's like, what do you like to use that with? I use that with chili. I think it's great. It's very, uh, to me, it's very remnant, like chili, big time chili vibes. And then um, I also put it in like barbecue pork. I just think it's a very nice, earthy, warm spice. That's we got to use more good. of that then. Yeah, big time. What we need more of is more people to check out Mate Conmigo. They have a wide variety of Argentinian foods, including sweet pastries, savory empanadas, and sandwichitos. Mate Conmigo offers traditional hot mate, as well as ice mate lattes, and ice mate with house-made fruit purees. It's crazy. Get off your couch or sitting area and mention the On My Couch podcast to get 15% off your entire order. That is a good deal. Now let's, let's get to the couch questions with Irene Walton. Irene, thank you so much for doing this. Um, thank I you got, for having me. I got these on my couch questionings, and these are just some personal questions I got to find out about you. What's your favorite animal? Ah, mm. uh, sloth and bats. I knew I should have known sloth. I didn't write anything down ahead of time, but I knew sloth. <laughs> yeah, so why sloth and bats? I just think that they're cute and sweet. Have you held any of them? I've pet some sloths. Yeah. And then I've seen bats. And I think that bats <laughs> I think that bats are really misunderstood. A lot of bats have great eyesight and there's a whole saying blind as a bat. And that's just not true sometimes. Um <laughs> but yeah, I love I love bats and sloths. I think they're very, very cute. What's your uh, go to movie? What's your comfort movie? Comfort oh, comfort movie or favorite movie? Let's do both. Comfort movie is probably like Bridesmaids. Okay. I think that's always just like a fun, easy watch. Yeah. Favorite movie is Pulp Fiction. Oh. Why is Pulp Fiction? My dad and I watched it a lot, and I just think it's a great story. I think it's very well written. I think it's so unique. I just think it's so cool. Do you have a favorite scene from both movies? Oh, that's a great one. Um, my favorite scene from Bridesmaids. I I love the wedding dress scene when they all get food poisoning and she says like I'm actually really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I could eat right now. <laughs> and she eats one Jordan almond and like dies. <laughs> um I also had never had food poisoning up until like a year ago. Ooh. And so once I had food poisoning and rewatched that, I was like, "Oh, I get that now." Would you have the almond? No, I'd rather die. (laughs) And then my favorite scene from Pulp Fiction um, is the uh, Jackrabbit Slim scene when Mia Wallace and John Travolta are in Jackrabbit Slims. Which which meal would you rather have had from the two of them? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I would want the the burger. Yeah, me too. Bloody as hell. Yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, that seemed like an easy answer. I'm not even a steak person, so... <laughs> I love steak. I'm just not going to get steak of, from a Jackrabbit Slim. Yeah, I was thinking about more of the drink sides, too. Oh, $5 milkshake. But what soda did he get? Pepsi. No, he got a vanilla... No, he gets a... Vanilla yes. Coke. Yes, yeah, you're right. Which is a good Coke. That is a good Coke. Would you? Do you like the vanilla cherry? 
I don't. Would you do vanilla or cherry? Which one? Cherry. Okay, me too. All right, good. Moving on. <laughs> good. <laughs> good. All right. Favorite smell. What's like a smell that you love to smell? Ooh, what's like a, something in the kitchen that you like to smell when you're uh, a pepper? Where, or, you go, where you go back to your like, okay, go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla extract I love. Easy. Uh, onions and garlic cooking in olive oil. Oh, yeah. Um, that smells like home to me. Yes, me too. And then also the smell of bacon cooking because that smells like my mom's house. Beautiful. Do you have a favorite sound? Like, what's something? Uh, actually, uh, Aaron Goldberg, who was on here, he like what's something that you like can fall asleep to? Because he was talking about his, like a show he likes to fall. Yours asleep is that seventy show. N- it used to. I do a lot of different things now. I fall asleep. Well, my favorite sound period is people laughing. I just love the sound of laughter. Beautiful. Yeah. And then my favorite thing to fall asleep to is either Gilmore Girls or New Girl. I started Gilmore Girls and I did fall asleep to that, so I I think that's really? a I think that's a great answer, yeah. And and it's because here's the thing I don't like it's falling asleep too though. Yeah. yeah, I don't like falling asleep to shows that, that I really really haven't seen many times. I've seen Gilmore Girls and New Girl each all the way through probably ten times. Wow, yeah. So like I don't feel like I'm gonna miss anything when I fall asleep. Yep, I'm on the yeah <laughs> same side, same side. Okay, um, favorite press place to rest your bones? Where do you like to I love this question? Yeah, where do you like to lay down and just kind of unwind? Oh, I mean this is. But like, what's so... the place where like if you were to fall back right now, where would you wish you were? And you're like, oh, I'm gonna sit here for an hour. You know where I I love very. I'm gonna give you two answers. Sure. One of my favorite places in the world is my mom's couch, the couch at my mom's house. And it's We'll allow it. Sometimes we don't talk about couches on the show. <laughs> but we'll allow it. It's okay. Uh, the couch at my mom's house, it's been in that house for I'm for well since before I was born, so it's probably like a 40-year-old couch. What does it look like? It's blue. It's got kind of the texture of your shirt. Is your shirt corduroy? Or does it just look like it? It's not no, it's not corduroy. It's like thick corduroy. Yeah. And it's blue. It's kind of like a rich blue, like if that blanket and that shirt had a baby. Okay. And um, it's just great. I fall asleep on it every time. And then if I were to just like pick an everyday place, I love my bed. I think I've yeah. made a very nice bed. Yeah. Are you like a, do you like a soft bed or a firm bed? Firm as hell, bitch. Uh, uh, a soft pillow or a hard pillow? Hard. Okay. What about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like firm and, firm and hard pillows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, it's a little tougher now. What's uh, some people kind of have a hard time with this? Maybe I need to redo this question eventually. But what's what's the scariest monster ever? You know what? <laughs> What's gonna? Say? Last episode, I said I'll help you out. Last episode, I said aliens, like the, from the movies. The scariest monster. Do you know about um, Mothman? Mothman. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, like I, red I, eyes. I, yeah. Anything that's like, to it's me, too. to me, very big and like person-like is very scary. Like, yeah. I get a bear is scary because it could fucking kill me because it's an animal that could rip you apart. Yeah. But like when it's a person that has that power, it's very Ooh, it's scary creepy. to me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mothman. I Mothman's think. scary. That's really scary. Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't like that. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's I'm move on. Terrified. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to the couch countdown now, where we got. <gasps> Five, four, three, two, one question. So I'm going to ask you five foods you will always eat for the rest of your life. Fantastic. Bread, cheese, eggs, pasta, grapes. Well, that was quick. Uh, all right. <laughs> then one All right, one dessert. Chocolate chip cookie. All right, easy. Okay. 
<laughs> this one's gonna be easy now. All right, four shows you'll never stop watching. New Girl, Gilmore Girls, Rick and Morty, The Simpsons. Oh, okay. All right, great. Uh, three people you'd love to meet. <gasps> Trixie Mattel. Who's that? Uh, she's my favorite drag queen. Okay. Alton Brown. Who's that? Uh, he is a really well-known food science personality. Beautiful. Um, third person I'd love to meet. Let's start with these two. What would you ask uh, the first? Uh, what, what was her name? Trixie Mattel. What would you ask Trixie Mattel? Let's ask. What would you ask? What would I ask her to be on my cooking show? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then uh, the sec- who's the second person? Alton Brown. Who would you? A- what would you ask Alton Brown? The same thing. Um, <laughs> I would ask him. Well, what would you talk to them about? What would you like to have a conversation well, about? Well, to, to me, Trixie Mattel is an incredibly inspiring person. So, okay. His okay. name is, um, out of drag, his name's Brian. And he is just this incredibly well-spoken drag queen, entrepreneur, business owner, has like pulled himself up from the bootstraps, really tough childhood, made a lot of really wonderful stuff happen, such a hard worker. I really admire people's work ethic, and I think that... Brian's as Trixie and Brian as himself just do such an incredible job of like making shit happen and that's incredibly inspiring to me so I'd love to like find out more about that from her um in regards to Alton Brown I would kind of just because I don't know too much about his life life yeah um I would just want to find out more about like what got him to where he is in the food space because like I find where he is to be somewhere I would like to see myself as well. And who's a third person you'd like to meet? Maybe someone just like uh, off the top of your head that you're just like, who you don't like to just have a coffee with real quick. I <laughs> I want the only person I'm thinking of right now, which is so funny, is uh, John Mayer. Not because I like him, his music or anything. It's, it's good, but um, Michael and I talk about him all the time. He has an unbelievable watch collection. Yep, yep. So I would want to like get coffee with him and bring Michael so that he could like fangirl <laughs> over him. I love it. Two places you want to visit. Paris and Ireland. And why Paris and Ireland? Paris for the food and the culture and the beauty. And Ireland for like, I just think it looks really pretty, honestly. It's just a place I've always been like, whoa, that looks sick. <laughs> One thing you'd like to say to people listening. Oh, um, don't wait for something to be perfect. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid to wait for something to be perfect because there's no such thing. Mm -hmm. So like do the thing you want to do, put it out. It doesn't matter if it's, if it's good enough yet. Yeah. Like, like when you have an idea, like how do you kind of, what do you do? Like, how do you self-motivate like that? Like what's when you run, when, when you run with that idea? I think it's just like, would I rather toil over if this is good enough, if that shot looked weird, if this or that, or would I like to be able to say, oh, I did that. And then if I want to in a year, come back and do it better. Absolutely. Hey, that's what I'm doing right here. Yeah. (laughs) And you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. Well, I mean, that's all I got for you today. So so I just want to, yeah, Irene, thank you so much for being on here. And this was fun. Yeah. Um, this what, is great. You're doing a great job. Where can we find you and what were you going to be doing in the near future here? You can find me on YouTube uh, just with my name, Irene Walton, or the name of my cooking show, Dead Dad's Kitchen. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Homemade by Irene. And you can find me on Patreon if you're looking to get some exclusive content uh, just at my name, Irene Walton. And yeah. 
That's yeah. the stuff I'm up to. And you have a book maybe coming out. Or, yeah, or, no, keep you an eye a, out for that. You have a book coming out in the future. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, so excited <laughs> to see everything coming out. So uh, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. Boom. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of On My Couch. Check out Irene's videos and shows on her YouTube channel and follow her at Homemade by Irene on Instagram. And while you're on Instagram, check out Mate Conmigo and see what they have on their menu. Pick yourself up something different this week. And we'll check in next week. Thank you.